I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the hashtag Get Merry podcast, helping you live your healthiest, your happiest, your most merriest life possible. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas, a.k.a. the Merry Make Sisters, a.k.a. the Marys. So are you ready? Let's get merry. Are we recording? Yes, we're recording. <laughs> Sweet. Yes. Oh, is that a third voice? Yes, um, there's three voices three here. Voices. It's episode 83. And we're so super excited because we have our amazing friend, Carly Nimmo, in the studio. Yes. I love being in the studio. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Well, you are like podcasting queen. So like if yeah. you think it's well, cool. I'm, yeah. I'm used to being in a studio, but not one with three mics. So yeah. this is cool. Dan actually was like, oh, maybe Carly can like test out the sound and like see what I've set up wrong and da 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 I was like, I'll yeah. I'll send him a bill. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, imagine <laughs> if Carly saw our podcast set up. Oh, wait, she did when you interviewed us. <laughs> what, in my bedroom with the ATR microphone. Like, yeah. Actually, it would have been funnier if you'd interviewed both of us because normally it's both of us trying to like get onto the one microphone. We're like, like, get out of my way. And I talk louder than Emma. So normally I'm like, oh, it's okay. Like Emma can be closer. But then she's always like, Get in more. And I'm like, stop <laughs> being mean to me. <laughs> I'm not even mean. Like, <laughs> so, Carl, uh, you, you might have um, seen on our social media last week, Carly actually interviewed us separately on her show, Carlosophies, which is an amazing show. Oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. Thank you. I've officially like subscribed. Going to be a weekly listener from now on. <laughs> yep. Hashtag raving Because it's real. That's why I like yeah. it. It's like yeah. this real talk. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I don't know, have you listened to the free flow combos yet? No. no. <laughs> okay, that's next next step, free yeah. flow combos. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're just me talking to myself on the beach so they can get a bit uh, rambly. Does the sound go okay yeah, on Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what use, do you um, use? Like a little Rode SmartLav microphone oh, that yeah. clips on oh, like $70. So cool. We need one of those. Yeah. yeah, super cool. And then I just walk on the beach and record it using my iPhone voice memo. Oh, fun. Yeah. Okay. And it's just me talking one. to the universe. So it's like on stuff like, you know, all kinds of stuff, imposter syndrome, mm. um, yeah, whatever I'm not necessarily struggling with, but whatever just comes to me while I'm walking on the beach. What's imposter syndrome? You know, like when you like when you feel like a fraud. Yes. Yeah, yeah. that's imposter syndrome. <laughs> Do you I ha- I've had that. I was reading. It's so funny that you mentioned that. I was re- I was on the plane last night and I was bored because like my Kindle was dead and I had nothing to read. And so I was like, oh, maybe I'll just like go through my phone and clean it up. And so I was going through all my notes and there was this thing, this like free flowing like notes thing that I must have written at Gabby Bernstein's event that we were oh, at. Oh, ages, ages ago. And it was talking about how like I didn't feel like I knew enough and I didn't know like what we were talking about and like I didn't feel big enough to be doing what we were doing. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Wow. So it's those moments when you just feel like – um 
you don't well there's two elements I think one where you feel like you're a fraud Mm. you know and that definitely happens particularly when you're doing stuff like we do you Mm. know putting yourself out there um, you can feel like a fraud and then the other element is when you feel like you don't belong in a situation yeah. Yeah. and that happens to us all too right you know? all the time yeah like I think, we go to an event yeah. and just feel out of place mm-hmm. or and it's such a thing that like a state I think like from when I'm a kid because like I yeah. always felt like I didn't belong or didn't fit in and it was always like I wanted to fit in like it yeah. was like I wasn't okay with not fitting in yeah but then I just like made myself smaller to be like oh well I don't fit in I'll just like be like a, a percent of myself because yeah there's no way I can fit in but it's weird how that like does stay with you I know I'm actually going through it again because I you know I, I don't know I've been doing this online stuff blogging mm. for a long time and I've never really had much traction Callosophies has been good mm-hmm. but you know a lot of my friends are like kind of high profile mm-hmm. internet famous mm. and and that brings another level of weirdness because mm. then you're kind of like, oh, but do I belong here or do I belong with, you know, my bogan friends? <laughs> <laughs> or like, where do I belong? Yeah, I really yeah. Know. Do you think everyone feels that way or is it like only a percent of people? Like, okay, I'm going to give an example. So when you're talking about school, yeah. so like I always wanted to fit in with the cool girls. Yeah. Like I wanted to be like, I was like, well, they're really, they're, they're the cool group. Like why am I not in the cool group? How can they be more like them? Because I wasn't cool. I was like not, not like them at all. <laughs> <laughs> was the opposite to them. And like were they feeling that way? Did but they maybe they, they but maybe they were feeling like they weren't themselves because they were trying to be this cool yeah. thing. Yeah, that's really interesting, isn't it? Because I just, I don't know, I had a moment on, on the weekend actually at Beck's event, at the Soul oh, yeah. Sister Circle event, where there was um, another kind of high-profile chick there who I knew of due to the fact that we have mutual friends mm-hmm. and stuff. And when we were driving home, one of my friends said to me, oh, you know, I've been to a few things with that girl and she just um, – seems like she's better than us and I was kind of like well that's really interesting because I honestly am not sure that anyone ever thinks that they're better Mm. than other people I think that often when we look at someone and we think they think they're better than Mm. us they're actually probably feeling pretty shit about themselves and it's like all in our heads we're like putting this on them yeah because we're insecure about something so yeah. it's like we're put we're projecting our sec- insecurities onto them because we think they're better than us maybe yeah absolutely like they like, have yeah. something that we yeah that we, like, want. That we want a piece of or yeah. that we're like motivated and when to we get do that it creates a distance between yeah. us and them so this this particular chick um was standing you know a couple of meters away from us and she was just looking at her phone and you know that moment when you arrive at an event mm-hmm. And you're there by yourself mm-hmm, and you feel mm-hmm. super awkward. Yep. And you're kind of trying to keep busy. Yeah. So you're looking at your phone. <laughs> what else do you do? Yes. I know. <laughs> well, I used to help. smoke. That was my thing. <laughs> so I'd have like, a cigarette. Be busy. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and look up the driveway and see when are my friends coming, when are my friends coming. <laughs> oh. And she was doing that. And, and so then I thought to myself, oh, hang on, I don't think she thinks she's better than oh, us. Yeah. I think she just is socially awkward like I am when I turn up at an event. Uh-huh. You know, I think we just create this stuff in our heads that yeah. makes us think we're different to everyone else when we're not. I, it's so true, isn't it? And, like, when you say it, you're like, man, like, why have I wasted all this time yeah. thinking about this and, like, yeah. creating issues in my own head mm. when actually, like, we're all the same, going through the same stuff, maybe at different levels. Yeah. 
But it is like when you're at an event and you're by yourself, you feel awkward. Like there's not many people who are just like so uber confident just to be like, yes, I'm amazing. But you know what I did at this beer event that I went to with Dan on the weekend? I was just antisocial. And like people who kind of like know me or know of me know that usually I'll talk to people and like be like make an effort. But I was like, you know what? I'm sick of making an effort right now. I'm just going to enjoy the music, sit back. But these people were like, are you okay? Like, what's wrong? And I'm like, no, I just don't feel like talking. <laughs> so, like, sometimes it's just, like, nice to, like, not have to be that person yeah. who talks. And and I was like, I'm not going to feel awkward. Like, I'm going to be okay with standing by myself and just, like, being here. And I'm not going to be on my phone. I was like, I was yeah. like, testing yeah. myself almost. I did that recently. <laughs> I went to an event um, up here again and – it I hate going to social events by myself. Mm. Like I really hate it. I despise it because I am socially awkward when yeah. it comes to those kind of things. Yeah. So I went to this event and I thought to myself, I'll actually I'll rewind right. So um about maybe in two thousand and nine or two thousand and ten, I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And part of my therapy was I had to go to um I didn't have to, but I set myself this challenge to go to a social event so I could meet some like-minded friends. And I was living in uh, around Coffs Harbour at the time mm-hmm. and I found this place that um, was a business women's network. So I went along and I set myself the challenge to speak to one other living human being before I left. That uh-huh. was all I had to do. I was so nervous. I was literally shotting Rescue Remedy all the way there. Oh my I gosh. probably would have had a reading like on the breathalyzer if I had been pulled over. And got there, <laughs> was so nervous, spent most of the time in the toilet with the hair dryer blowing under my oh arms because I was wearing this shiny blue dress. And then I came out and I was like, okay, you can go if you just speak to somebody mm-hmm. else. So I thought, okay, what's the best way for me to deal with this? All right, well, if I can find one other person alone, then maybe I could approach them because it's not as awkward as mm-hmm. coming up to mm-hmm. a big group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So looked around, oh, yeah, No. There's not another single person alone. Oh, They're all gosh. in groups. They all obviously yep. know each other. Fantastic. And so I ended up just going up and like trying to get the attention of someone looking at them when they looked at me, smile, you know, kind of thing, yeah. and then went over and introduced myself. And I had the best time. Afterwards I went out for coffee and then I joined the organisation because I thought, wow. well, if I join the organisation, I won't be the person who doesn't know anyone ever yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I did it and it was really, really good. So fast forward to this last event, which was kind of just before Christmas. I went there. I didn't know anyone. I felt super awkward, but I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be okay with that. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm just going to turn up. And if I'm standing by myself, I'm just going to be okay with that. Isn't that the best? Yeah. That's kind That's of amazing. Like, I think that is so amazing and so inspiring and like totally like what my wavelength has been like the last couple of days of like, let's just be ourselves. Like it's like you can learn about all the self-improvement, learn how to be a better human, whatever. But how about we just like connect with ourselves yeah. and be that person, no matter what you are. If you're socially awkward, be that mm. and get through that. It might take like a long time to be comfortable in a social like it, situation but like it doesn't matter does it well you're never going to get comfortable in it if you're standing there on your phone feeling feeling awkward I feel like there's been so many times in my life where I've been in a social situation and I felt like I didn't belong that didn't mean I didn't belong yeah it just meant I felt like I didn't belong oh gosh so it's so when so now whenever I go to something like that I 
I actually set an intention in the car on the way there. I love that. And I'm like, I'm going to feel like I belong regardless. Yep. And then I just show up and I just own it. Like, yeah, I'm standing here awkwardly. I don't know anyone. That's okay. I don't have to distract myself from that. It's okay to feel awkward yeah. and, and weird and shy. Yeah. Like, that's I okay. Know. It's okay to be shy. Yeah. We don't have to be the outgoing, confident ones and like, yeah. And being on your oh. own is just like hiding who you are. Yeah. It was it's just, just it was like just using it like, yeah, as a, a thing. It's like, oh, well, it's a coping okay. mechanism. Yeah. 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 It is it like is. smoking. It is, it is yeah. like drinking. It is like that thing you do to escape. Get, yeah. It's escape, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You are. You're freaking escaping your, your reality by yeah. being Yeah. What's everyone phone? else up Pretending to? that you're connected. Yeah. Oh, look at yeah. me. I'm so busy. But the thing is when you do that, you you don't create any space for people to come up because yeah, they look exactly. at you and they oh she's busy she's not They're doing waiting it. for oh, a moment God. to yeah. interrupt we're just missing it we're totally. missing we're missing the moment totally. by being Holy on our phones shit. yeah Holy. Holy but like, moly. how do you like we we were having this conversation this morning over smoothies like we're talking oh, yeah. about our phones and we're like gosh they're like so annoying and like we're hating them at the moment like it's just like this thing that like feels like yuck now that we yeah. like need it like i don't know what it is it's, so, it's, and it's a habit yeah now. and it's yeah. just a thing do it without yeah. even noticing and, and i'm like totally oh. addicted to it like totally. like how do you think like we're gonna like stop this? well i i told you about that podcast i listened to one of on lewis house oh, yeah. with mel robbins i don't i've never heard of her yeah. apparently she's like the top paid female like speaker around the world like i don't know she, yeah, she right. must be amazing right she's <laughs> top paid i don't know but she her talk her podcast was really good and she has this book called the 5 second rule and it's all about changing your habits and she I does thought it was thing. about like the food that you drop on the ground. Like, <laughs> I believe it's it. Really that's in <laughs> ten seconds, dude. Yeah, isn't that like a minute? I use fifteen, 15 seconds. Minutes. We have minute. It was like fifteen oh, seconds. Sometimes oh, it's three days. Look, I think it depends on your cleanliness and when you you cleaned your floor. <laughs> we have a cleaner now, everyone. Um, <laughs> you can eat off that floor for a day. Um, but yeah, so it's like this five second rule where like you notice you're doing something and you're like, what the hell? Why am I on Instagram? And you just go five, four, three, two, one, boom change what you're doing that's cool and it's like this launch pad she did it because she was i think she was going through depression anxiety because she kind of like failed xyz meltdown blah um obviously a lot worse than that but um and she just couldn't get out of bed in the morning she'd go to bed thinking i'm gonna rock tomorrow like this is it i've got my shit together boom 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 then she'd wake up and just be like no like i'm just gonna stay in bed snooze Mm. snooze snooze then she saw an ad on the TV of a, of a rocket launching five, four, three, two, one. Oh, yeah. And she said, I'm going to do that in the morning, count down and get up. Mm. And it, I was just that's like, cool. man, that's smart. Like it's just like it changes your, I guess, like your thinking process. It's like snapping you out of this like autopilot habit. Yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah. now I'm going to do this. And it works. Like I was like on Instagram then I was like, no, I'm going to do the emails, five, four, three, two, one, emails. That's cool. Yeah. You know, I just, when you were talking about that, it just reminded me, and I know you girls are really into mindfulness and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I've been exploring recently, you know, well, partly inspired by you guys too, <laughs> because, you know, you've been loving the uh, yoga thing yeah. and I've wanted to go for ages, but I haven't started going to proper, you know, pose yoga or anything. Um, I've... I just started going back to yoga nidra. Have you guys done that before? No. Oh my god, a most amazing thing ever. What is it? It's like Tell us. it's like a meditation that goes oh. for like an hour, and it's guided. And this stuff is called I think it's called eye yoga, and it's used in post like 
with soldiers with post-traumatic stress oh, wow. syndrome. Wow. And so what it does is brings you right back into your body. Mm-hmm. And I've been exploring this idea lately because um, I think I might have mentioned on the episode with you about I set an alarm on my phone. Yeah, I like and that. And every hour when it goes off, I yeah. just take a moment to pull my energy back in. Mm. Yeah, I loved that too to when me. you said that. I was like, yeah. this is amazing. Yeah, so it's like. It's just a constant reminder because we do get on autopilot. But this yoga nidra thing is about um, it's a guided meditation that goes you through different areas of your body. So it's mm. like focus on the left eye, focus on, mm. you know, the left nostril and, you know, and you're still focusing on breath. But it's just for someone who has a really busy mind, I find that when you're focusing on something there's less chance of being distracted than totally. if you're just kind of sitting there trying to meditate. And yeah. You're just like, this is really hard. <laughs> I just I cannot sit and meditate like as much. Like I still feel benefits from it, but my mind is just like racing. Yeah. Even in yoga this morning, I could like totally notice my brain and my mind was just like all Somewhere over the else. shop. And I'm like, okay, come back, like come back to the room, come yeah. back to the moves. And I think it is like this constant it's all about the breath. Like I think yeah. it is. I think mm. it. It never stops. No, like, that's what they say. Like, brains aren't like, meant to stop, they're not are meant they? to stop. It's just like about being more aware of it. So, like, it's yeah. good that you're aware yeah. of it, that you're like, true, oh, true. my brain isn't here. Like, oh, I'm going to come back like into the room. So I think, like, that's the practice. Yeah, you're right. Like, and you just keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah, but I find with the breath thing, I'm, I'm breathing and then I'm like. Is it your hay fever? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> my nose is itchy. Am I breathing too fast? Is this like, should I be breathing deeper than this? Sometimes I'm like, oh, that person next to me is breathing yeah. really loud. I'm pretty sure that's me. Yeah. <laughs> you breathe so you know loud. But it's you know good. What? Michelle, who is one of the instructors, she said this really good thing in yoga the other day and she was like, breathe to inspire your neighbour. Ah. And I was like, oh, I like that. So it's okay <laughs> if you hear the yeah. other person. It's like you're inspiring them to like come back I know. to the breath. <laughs> it's kind of like the whole like when you hear people eating and you're like, I'm letting this annoy me and irritate me. Yeah. Oh my God, but that's just like if you, but <laughs> Sorry. But you can also ignore it. <laughs> yeah. Like, but that's right. You got a choice. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So this yeah. yoga nidra, like do you, how long have you been doing it for? Like what do you. And only, I only did my first class last week. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear those people laughing. It's like we have these on audience with us <laughs> today. <laughs> We're so hilarious. <laughs> we need like a laugh sign. I don't know if anyone can hear it on the podcast. Like, probably like, All the beer guys are having a meeting outside and it's just like eruptions of laughter. <laughs> like, at, the, at the perfect point in time. Like ha 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 ha. Maybe it's like they're laughing at us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh, I didn't know we were gonna stop now. Okay, Okay, five, one, three, two, one. (laughs) Yes. What were we talking about? Yoga. Too classic. Yeah, yoga nidra. So, um, what I, what I, I've only done it the one time. Uh huh. But I'm going back. Like it's going to be my weekly thing now. Awesome. Because I just need that practice of coming back. But Mm. what I really liked about it was it was about you know when. I used to go, okay, the alarm would go off. I would come back into my body and at that point in time I was probably a little bit too disconnected from feelings. Mm. So I was pretty numb. So when I'd come back into my body I'd be like, oh, I can feel my feet on the floor, I can feel my bum on the chair, I'm breathing, good, you know, winning. Mm -hmm. I'm alive. (laughs) Next hour. Um, But this practice is about like just noticing sensations in your body and and I think sometimes – we're so disconnected from our feelings that we don't recognize that they're actually just sensations in our body mm-hmm. yeah. that we move through. Okay. And 
So that practice just allows me to focus on, you know, these sensations in my body, which are feelings. So if we say, if I say to you, what does it feel like to be excited? Mm. A lot of people can't actually pinpoint what that feels like without what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. or sounds like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So this is about, you know, for, for me, excitement is like how, how, how do I feel? Am I buzzing? Mm, yeah. Is it, am I feeling like a hot sensation in my tummy mm. or am I feeling like an expansion in my chest? Yeah. What am I actually feeling? Yeah. It's not – and when we – and the one thing that I really realised during Yoga Nidra is we are so quick to visualise our feelings, mm. not – actually feel them yeah totally. wow and like also so like and put thoughts yeah. with the feelings yeah that's what you wouldn't like yeah when you were saying that i was like well how do i feel excitement i was like i just tell myself i'm excited i'm like well no, that's a thought no like that's yeah. that's not a feeling like yeah it's like you're thinking about being excited but yeah. i'm not really feeling like what is the feeling yeah and isn't it funny like some i can't remember who it was some girl came up to me before we were doing a presentation and i was saying i feel nervous and she's like but really it's the same feeling as excitement absolutely and i'm like Oh, yeah. It, like I'm feeling like, you know, that like yeah. buzz, that like, buzz. Yeah. that like, oh, like that. Like, yeah. And I'm just like associating a bad feel, like a bad thing to it. Like I'm nervous. I'm going to stuff up. Da, da, da. I'm like, actually, like just switch it. I'm actually feeling excited. And I was like, oh, this feels good. Yeah, because yeah, it is the same feeling. Yeah. yeah. It's, weird. it's just that fear is attached with nervousness. Yeah. yeah. And excitement has more joy attached yeah. to it. And like, so the but fear is, is what you tell yourself as well. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, you wow. are like, well, I'm nervous, know, I'm going to stuff up. Whereas you could have been like, I'm excited, I'm going to be amazing. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I think like the thought is the thing that creates the feeling. Yeah. But so often yeah. we try to think our way out of feelings. Yeah. When Why do we, we just, do that, do you think? Know. Like, I think we do. Well, we kind of, I kind of feel like we're in, in the society that we live in, like, we're taught to squash down mm-hmm. negative stuff. Yeah. Like, even as kids. Yeah. I see people yeah. really uncomfortable when Mabel's having a meltdown. And for me, as someone who grew up like repressing my feelings mm-hmm. to protect the mm-hmm. people around me, because I didn't want my mum to be sad if I was upset. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. So I swallowed it all down. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's what depression is. You yeah. swallow your emotions so far down that at some point they have to depress. It's like suppress, 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 mm, yeah. suppress, suppress, mm-hmm. yeah. and then depress. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, I feel like we're taught that those negative emotions or what we label as negative, because mm-hmm. I don't believe they really are negative, yeah. they're just feelings. Feelings, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're, we're taught that they're not really appropriate. Mm. Totally. And it's like, it's like we've grown up like that, like not a lot. Don't cry. Don't get angry. No, don't like, cry. Don't cry. Mm, yeah. yeah. Don't do yeah. this. Don't yeah. feel. Oh, don't, don't be upset. Yeah. yeah. Don't be feel. Fine. It's like don't feel your feelings. Yeah. Then, like for example, maybe us. I'll use us as an, an example. We discover this whole like positive living thing, and it's like we are not allowed. Like you cannot yeah. be negative because yeah. that'll just attract negative yeah. stuff. And it's like, wait a minute, no. That's, that's not- like a flickering fluoro that's going off in the side yeah. of the room too. So you're like. Oh my god! Ex- negative thought. Exactly. Oh, I can see it. It's just, I can see it. Yeah. <laughs> go away! Go away! Go away! Like, like fight it with more positive. And then yeah. you're like this, like like what the hell is going on? Mess kind of There's thing. There's magic yeah. dust on yeah. Yeah. And it's like, whereas if you just accepted it exactly. as a thought, exactly, and as a sen- as sensations that have come from the and thought, you actually can move through feel it. it. So and yeah, and be like, okay, I'm feeling this for a reason. Mm. Like maybe I need to work on this. Yeah, or like just 
sit here for a while and be a bit sad for yeah. a while and that's all right. Yeah, like totally. Because I find now that I go into feelings rather than try and avoid them at all costs, mm. they move through so much quicker. Mm, totally. So my anger where it used to mm. be living inside me, like I really feel like our emotions and our feelings have way more to do with our well-being as a human being oh, and totally. our health mm-hmm. than the food that we put in our body. Oh, yeah, I totally believe Because it. those things, they manifest in our bodies. Yeah, yeah. And if we have all this repressed anger, it's going to kill us. Yep. So for me, I just like I I I experience anger. Wow. <laughs> but I move through it really quickly so now. So what do you like how do you do and how did you change from not from repressing anger to like mm. being like, well, I'm gonna like just feel this. Like, like how did you do that? Well, for me, it was necessary because I hadn't felt anything for so long. Yeah. So I welcomed mm. any emotions. Mm, they wow. were all good because it was feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. And then, and then also, so when I when I feel myself getting angry, and I mean, you know, I have a daughter. I was sleep deprived for a year. I felt a lot of anger, Mm. (laughs) rage, and I would go into my car, put up all the windows and just scream until Mm. my throat hurt, like Mm -hmm. move into it, like go into it. And then because, you know, if you're punching a pillow or whatever, that the emotion moves really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. You're not stuck in it. You're not like, I'm so angry, you know, repressing it. You're just like letting it out. And then you can just move through it and you're over it. Yeah, totally. Where oh, it's so the cool. hanging on, it's the attachment to the 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 feelings. Yeah, and then it the explodes problem. in a way that you don't really want it to yeah, explode. Yeah, because then we go from anger to head, anger, head, anger, mm. head, anger, head. And so the head's telling us more stories about oh why God. we should be angry and then the anger's building and building and building. And if we don't let it out, it's going to – manifest into something mm. ugly yeah totally. i can't remember we had a conversation with someone and they were talking about this and they're talking about anger and because i find anger really interesting because like i am like more used to be like i've definitely worked on it a lot used to get really angry at like yeah. the stupidest things ever like i'd get annoyed and i'd be like i'm so angry that you didn't put a comma there um, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean that's like totally like the most like funniest example like, oh my god you know yeah you do yeah. I used, used to get, get cranky really, she used to get like, angry at me um when I made a typo on a Facebook it was like update for merrymakers because she used to use the wrong your horse well I didn't <laughs> no um, one told my grandma I blame the education no, system it's all good it's all good um but like it'd be like a combo of like stress and anger and all of it joined together and like blah like blow up. And then I can't remember who it was, but someone was like, "Why don't you just label it and say I'm angry because?" And then it'll sound really silly because like, why are you angry about that? And like that yeah. that's how I like helped my anger situation because I don't think I was really angry. I was just thinking I should be angry. Yeah. I don't know. if I'm not like an angry person. I'm a sad person. I'll just yeah. get really sad. Yeah. Like, and and I'm, it's the worst combo because if I get angry, yeah, and then, then I get sad. sad. And, so like, and then I get angry that she's sad. And then she's sad. <laughs> then I'm angry that she's sad. Oh. <laughs> and it's like worse because like our periods are synced up hardcore. Yeah. So it's like, oh. Like, oh, no, it's the full moon again. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, sad is my thing. And, yeah, it's like. So much better 
to actually feel it, to actually yeah. cry, yeah, to actually talk about it. I well, think when like, you don't, that's when you. And then I'm, I can, oh. t- I can tell right away, and I'm like, hey, like I, I think I asked you, like, what are you feeling? I think that's my thing. And I'm just like, like cry, ah! <laughs> 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 and then I'm like talking. But I think talking is the big thing too. Yeah, like, totally. Finding your people mm. to talk about this shit yeah. with because. Like, oh my talking god! Talking to yes. yourself—that's that's what I do. <laughs> well, that's what I do on the beach. <laughs> that's the good as well, though, because yeah. you're actually like talking it instead of like actually thinking it in your head. So it kind yeah. of feels like you're saying it to someone, and you are saying yeah, well, it I to am. lots of people. And that, yeah, and that, and that's the thing. I am. Isn't and that then cool? They, that's so um, cool. you know, and they all relate. And I mean, that's that's really why I started my podcast in the first place was because I'd gone through this huge business failure. Yeah. And lost a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. And really just broke me as a human. When was being. that, Carly? That was 2012. I think the okay. business I closed the business in 2013. Okay. And the weekend that I found someone to sublet the space, I fell pregnant with Mabel. Wow. Which was crazy. Wow. <laughs> so you know, you like create space and then something Whoa. Yeah, magic happens. Yeah. So yeah, I can't remember what I was going to say. Business um, failure. Oh, yeah. why? Yeah, so so after that, and the reason that I started that actually, it was a co-working space mm-hmm. in Byron. The reason that I started it was because I'd been self-employed for maybe five years at that mm-hmm. point and, or maybe more and just really, really lonely and mm. wanted some like-minded friends who got me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I started it and it just didn't go right from mm, the start and yeah. I started it for the wrong reasons because I started it to fulfill a need within me yeah. that wasn't being filled yeah and in the end I ended up making a whole bunch of friends so you know but they were expensive friends because they cost me a hundred thousand dollars yeah <laughs> how did you like money is such a funny like mindset thing issue like causes so much stress and like yeah everyone I think like well everyone I meet I have never met someone who is like so okay with like feeling abundant like I've never like like I well I feel like I do and then I'm like mm, I'm f- pretty sure like you have you get stressed like everyone I, like I don't know like does everyone have this like but I think like, so I don't think we th- talk about it a hundred thousand that is a lot yeah like and it's a lot for me I'm not yeah I'm not a millionaire yeah, it's, it's not I'm a not lot for some people but it's a lot like for me like uh, yeah me That's thinking like, shit me like, think, I couldn't yeah. save that in like, 10 how, years like, yeah what did you do like after that like what like what happened like so so the business was just going Going south and south and south, and my stress was going up and up mm, and up. Obviously, yeah. I got to the point where Miko, that my husband, he had been working doing traffic control stuff, and it rained for six months at the same time. Like it was oh, a yeah. huge Holy East moly. Coast low. Went on and yeah. on and on and on and on. I think on I've heard this on a months. show. Yeah. Oh. oh, it was so bad. Oh my god. And so. He had no money coming in. I was siphoning all the money from my other business to float this one. Mm-hmm. And still there just was – and we had a house. So we owned a house oh in Nambucca God. that was worth less than what we bought it for. So we couldn't oh, sell bloody it. Hell. So it was just it was just a nightmare. Anyway, one day I came home because I was just so sick of sitting in the office crying. That's pretty much what I did, cried every day for a year. Oh. And um, – Came home and thought I had a coaching call with a friend of mine who was training to be a life coach. Mm-hmm. And she had said to me, um, so so I got home 
And just before, maybe 10 minutes before I was due to jump on this call, the phone rings and it's the tax office and they're chasing me for 16 grand that I owe them. But I haven't been able to pay them my tax bills because every single cent from the business has been going to pay mm-hmm. our living expenses and the $1,000 a week to keep this co-working space Far open. Out. So I was at the point where, and at that point I was pretty depressed mm-hmm. and I I got home, took the call, just bawled my eyes out and he said, well, we'll work together and we'll see if we can get you on a, um, you know, like a payment mm-hmm. plan for hardship. So up until that point when the phone rang and while I was on the phone to this guy in the tax office um, who was making me justify, I don't know if you've ever had to go on a payment plan. I've mm. had to do it a few times. It's not fun. Mm. It's not fun having to speak to someone who has no idea yeah. what you're going through because they've worked in the public service their whole lives and had a bill, you know, had a wage coming mm-hmm. in. I'm not no discounting idea. their own struggles. They surely have their own struggles. Oh, yeah. but, but the entrepreneurial struggle is not necessarily one that they're familiar with. Mm-hmm. And cash flow is an issue for most of us. Yeah, 100%. So, um, you know, and it's something that we never talk about. I know. Which is so fucking annoying. You wrote about I it this week. I wrote about it last oh, did you night. Literally last night. Last I published night. it. Because I was just like, and I had a conversation with Dan just the other day. Like, you kind of like, you go into this business thing, all bells and whistles exciting. Mm. You know, you're reading all the good stuff. And it's like, you need, you don't actually stop and think like, this could potentially fail. Mm. There's a high percent that this could actually fail. Mm, a huge and it's percent. and it's not just the money. It's like there's the ego thing. Yeah. Like it, there's the like putting out there to the world, yay, I'm doing this great exciting thing. Oh, shit, I failed. I'm a failure. Then mm. there's the internal struggle. Yeah. And it's like it's so good that we do talk about this because like um, and share your story because yeah. it's like, man, like there's probably so many people that have gone through this. Yeah, absolutely. We never but I think um, I think – the the number one thing to to take away from my own story mm. is that there's like amazingness beyond failure. Yeah. yeah. Like the failure could have been the thing that defined my future going forward. Yeah. But it hasn't. It's like I'm okay. I lost a hundred grand, but you know, I'm okay. Yeah. You're okay. So you're on the phone. You're all right. I'm you're- alive. <laughs> I'm breathing. Am I breathing too fast? Am yeah. I <laughs> My left nostril. But, I'm <laughs> but it, it is that is such a good point. Like, and that's the whole idea that, like, actually, like, I have everything I need right now. Yeah. Like, coming back to right now, like, yeah. And through failure, we always learn a whole bunch of shit. I mean, failed everything. Failed business stuff. Failed relationships. Failed whatever. B- bad decisions. Buying a yeah. house when you shouldn't buy it. Like, I've done that. But it's like sometimes it takes a little while, and it's like that's. I've got to this point because of that. Like, yeah. and that's why the blessing in disguise thing, like we've always. And the dots always connect. But it's like losing a mm. hundred grand, like that's going to yeah. take a while. So, so oh, like, still hard it, in the yeah, moment. I, can, I want to yeah. go back to the story because yeah. I want to hear the rest of it. Yeah. And um, so you were on the phone to the tax guy yeah. and you were t- trying to tell him, like explain to him like your situation. Yeah. And at that at that moment, I actually literally considered taking my own life. It oh. seemed like oh, one God. of the only ways out. You know, because I had this huge amount of debt. Mm. I had no way to pay any bills, and and I was mortif- like I was mortified, embarrassed, like just in. That's the lowest I've ever been. Mm. So I've had, you know, I've had depression since two thousand. Well, I've haven't had it since two thousand and nine, but I was diagnosed in two thousand and nine, and I've had a couple of relapses. So mm. when the office collective stuff was going on, quite naturally, there was just too much stress. 
So I went into another depression. Mm -hmm. And then after Mabel was born, I had another one because that first year of motherhood is really hard. So, um, so yeah, so I, 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 but before then and since then, I've never considered taking my own life. But in that moment, it seemed like really the only way out. So thankfully, my friend, you know, I was booked in to have this call with my friend straight away. And I got on the phone to her. I feel so sorry for her because she was her first, like I was her first wow. life coaching client, oh my like test subject. And I, I needed a psychologist. I didn't need a life coach at that point. Um, but she had she had showed me this image, uh, which is above and below the line. Have you guys mm. seen that? So it's basically a line and then above the line is like love and below the line is fear and then above the line is um uh freedom and below mm-hmm. the line you know and above the line is abundance below the line mm-hmm. is lack mm-hmm. so all those kind of positive states yeah. are above and all the negative states victim is mm-hmm. below and so she got me to look at this picture and she said so where do you think you are on the line and i was like dude i'm below below the line you know i'm not anywhere there's not one element of my life which is above the line And then I was looking at this image and it just became really clear to me, okay, so the line is choice. Mm. So I can live below the line and I can be in this whole victim story that I've got going on um, and I can feel really like I've got no money, like really in lack and I can be really afraid um, and I can see myself as a failure or I could go above the line. Maybe if I just focused on changing the lack to abundance somehow, wow. that might bring me up. And maybe if I focused on love instead of fear, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I could mm-hmm. move up further. And um, yeah, and so I started tracking what was coming in. I got a whiteboard and I just started tracking, okay, so I got this job from this client. This was, was my voiceover business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just started tracking, got this client, this much money came in today. And things shifted immediately because I was no longer focused on Mm. the fact because I'd had this story going, oh, there's just no money coming in. There's just no money coming in. But there was money coming out in. It was just going out really fast. But when I switched the focus from there's no money coming in to, oh, there is money coming in, all I need to do now is relieve the pressure. So what can I do to relieve the pressure? So I had that call. It was like life-changing because then I was like, okay, I've got choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So after that, that night, I had another friend who was practicing to be a life coach. <laughs> and she Isn't got, it funny how you just met like, all these friends <laughs> becoming life coaches? And they were all just offering me help at a time where I really, really needed it. Thank you, amazing. Yeah. Thank you, universe. I know, for sure. So, you know, because the truth of the matter is, had that not happened, I might not be here, you know. Right. I don't even want to so, think about it. Um, yeah, so the second call was with a friend of mine, Sora, and she said, just close your eyes. Imagine this business is going exactly as you planned. It's pumping, you know, you're you're doing your thing, you're really loving it. Um, is that worth what you're going through right now? And I was just like, nope. So I shut the doors. Boom. Wow. Decision. And I found someone because part of the issue is when you start a bricks and mortar kind of business mm. and you lock yourself into a lease, commercial leases yeah. are watertight. So yeah, you've got to see that thing out. Of so I managed to find someone to sublet. I just moved into a space where I, re- yeah, I realized I had choice. So it was like, okay, well, I'll shut the doors. So how can, I went into problem solving mode. Yeah. Well, how can I fix this problem? The problem is that I can't afford the rent. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe if I just got a business in 
who wanted to sublet the space. I could still have a shared office. Yeah. And maybe, you know, we'd all win. And so I went for a walk on the beach and I spoke to the universe. I actually had a chat with the universe today too, a really serious chat. Wow. Um, And I walked on the beach and I was going, you know, universe, I have made a step. I've decided that I'm going to close this space down. Now you need to meet me. And got home and one of my mates who I'd been volunteering on the Chamber of Commerce in Byron Bay Mm -hmm. and one of the guys on the board had a really successful cafe and he said, I really loved your space because I'd run some strategy sessions and stuff there. And he was like, I'm interested in subletting. Wow. And I was like... (laughs) So he the out of the that blue, day. Like he, so I had put I'd put out there that I was looking for people uh, to come and just work in the office, okay, just to share the expenses. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, "Well, how about I come and I just take Far the whole out. thing off your That's hands?" Oh my gosh! Yeah. Thank you, that thank guy. You. Yeah. And, and thank so you. it was an <laughs> immediate relief because yeah. then I didn't need to find That's the thousand dollars a week anymore. Oh my gosh! I only needed to have a hundred, and so that just shifted everything. Yeah, it was Whoa. like just that like step. One little step, yeah, and out like of kind of surrendering. You'd ever yeah. been, yeah. And you like said it out loud. Like, yeah, I was like, yeah. "Universe, you come and meet me." Yeah, yeah. I did it this morning because speaking, wow. if we're being really honest, yeah, the cash flow thing. Yeah. yeah, I've just the last few months, I just have had this, you know, real. My usually, I my bank account is healthy enough mm-hmm. you know it's always a struggle when bass time comes around oh to God. find what the, the hell bass can they <laughs> please the f off always hard why don't they teach you about that at school <laughs> I, I was like what's bass to. i know i was it's like killer, is it right? the same as this and dad's like no i thought we had already two bills <laughs> we thought we had like no bass and it was like five thousand dollars i'm yeah. like Freaking hell! Yeah. I don't know. And, no, and then oh. I get it. Like I should know because it comes around once a quarter. So I it's know. Like, well, we but should. That know. quarter comes so far. Maybe we should have a Bass Facebook group. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey guys, Bass in a month. Yeah. Like, hey guys, make sure you set some cash aside. Yeah. 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 Great idea. Bass, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Okay, cash. Yes. serious. <laughs> Let's go back serious. Universe talk. Yeah. Bass. Yeah. So, rate. so just uh, this morning, I just went into my account, and it's uh, like. For me, traditionally, my business, um, the voiceover stuff, is quite busy up until December. And then in December, it just dies mm. in the arse because all the corporates, like they're not doing work and they're not focused on contracts because they're about to, you know, walk yeah. away for a few or for a month at least. Yeah. So I have this period where January, December, January are really quiet. And because my clients are all corporates, they pay on 30, 60, 90 days. Mm-hmm. So I can see there's lots of money coming in. But there's no money. And this morning I went into my account mm. and I, I was thinking, I've got to book flights. I'm going to Melbourne to speak next week. And I had $130 in my account. Shit. And I was just like, what the fuck? And then I was like, right, universe, we need to have another talk. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm writing this book at the moment. Oh, cool. And I'm and I'm f- like, you know, we've me and the universe have this deal that if I'm following my truth and if I'm speaking my truth and I'm, you know, tr- coming from a place of service that I will be provided for yes. in one way or another. But the reality is that right now it doesn't feel that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I had another chat and I was just like, right, well, if you want me to write this bloody book, you're going to have to make sure that my money worries are yeah. no longer yeah. an issue. Yeah, we, totally. I'm pretty sure we had that same discussion with yeah. the universe the other day. We, we did, didn't we? What did we say? We, we were reminding the universe. 
<laughs> nicely. But we are putting good out there and that all we're trying to do is help people. Yeah. Like live healthier, happier lives. And we're like, we're like, we'll like, we have been doing, doing, doing universe. Like we just put out the free stuff and we give, give, give. And we're like, we're ready. Yeah. <laughs> I know. But I, I think it's so important that we do have these conversations. Totally. Because especially in the world of like online entrepreneurship. Where all you see is like the income statements. And like people yeah. are making like, like they're making three hundred thousand dollars a month. And like and they're this is posting the photos thing. of like their new houses. Yeah. I can't even comprehend that. Yeah. And it's hard, right? Because it's like there's this thing where uh when I had the office collective and it was like it never made any money. Mm-hmm. I think I had six members in total after being open for a year. Mm-hmm. It it never went well. And people were like, oh, my God, you're just rocking it. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm just like, fuck you. I'm not rocking it. This sucks. This is the hardest time I'm ever having in my life, you assholes. You know? <laughs> You do the best impersonation. <laughs> You're rocking it. Yeah. <laughs> like oh I'm freaking not rocking it. I'm going to someone. <laughs> I am not rocking at all. Oh. I'm dying here. I'm dying. You can be rocking in a corner. Exactly. For sure. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I know like we're putting comedy on it, but it, like it's true. It, it's and it's well, you can't laugh, you cry. I, so. I that's so true, right? But like but, yeah. so true. we've had it lots of times. Like and we're like, when when we quit our jobs, like people, they must have it all sorted. Like they've got no yeah. freaking idea. Like, we quit our jobs and we had nothing, zilch, yeah. zero. Like we had to sell my car to and, and pay I think our mortgage. And also, people, yeah. they see you have Instagram followers. Oh, they must make lots of money. Yeah, it's like no, actually, like. People so, with like a million Instagram followers don't necessarily make no, money from that. Right. Please, no. seventy thousand Instagram followers. Would you mind paying us a dollar every month? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we ask. <laughs> but yeah, like the cash flow thing. I'm like excited that we're talking about this topic, and I yeah. think, and it's not just like you know, like you know, like we're like small business owners, right? No, like you know, yeah. like small teams, like two people and a VA for us. Like, it's not just us either. Like, it is bigger businesses mm. who have, like, the bricks and mortar and the staff under them. Like, everyone's going through this. Yeah. Like, if we talked about it more, I it know, might be but more. But I think there's a lot of shame us. around it, right? Because it means that we're not successful at that. what we do, you know? Yeah. And it's like, it's so and true. it comes down to, uh, you know, Carlosophies was really about me defining these terms. What does success mean? What mm-hmm. does freedom mean? What does failure mean? What does... Like, you know, what? how does it show up? What does it mean to you? Mm-hmm. Because so often we're just chasing somebody else's idea of success. Now, if success means a big, fat, you know, few multiple zeros in mm. your account, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But for most of us, success is measured by how we show up in the world mm, yeah. and how good we are as a human being, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, and th- that should be the metric not the amount of zeros in our account. Having said that, we also need zeros yeah. in our account. Yeah. In order to do the good work that we do in the world, mm-hmm. Exactly. there needs to be a financial reward around it. And I feel like not having these conversations means that everybody's walking around thinking they're a fuck-up and a failure yep. because they're, they're, it comes to tax time and they can't sleep at night because they don't know how they're mm-hmm. going to pay their fucking bill. Yeah. yeah. And it's normal you know, and so that's what that, I'm, my book that I'm writing is wow. called Fuel, I'm Normal, and it's all about this stuff because it's like these are the conversations that we need to be having. 
Yeah. Oh, I love this These, book. I know. Yeah. I'm I know. so excited I know. about I'm it. I'm really excited. I can't wait to read it. Pumped. <laughs> oh, oh it's gosh. It's funny that you bring up Shane because Emma yeah. was talking about that yeah, this I'm morning. Just, we, well, I've just started reading one of Brene Brown's oh, books yeah. and I've never, like, I've, like, read her quotes. And, and like, we listened to an interview with her. Yeah, interview. And I was like, man, like, she's good. This, I like yeah. this chick. She's amazing. Um, I'm reading her book not actually on vulnerability. I'm reading her, like, wholeheartedness book. Yeah. So I think it's called, like, something about imperfection. Yeah, I, I, I saw it. This the, is a faulty story, as I would name it, where I'm, like, no little bits of stuff. Um, it's a long name of the imperfections, book. Imperfections. I don't know. It's all about, like, living your imperfection find truth. It. Living yeah. your truth, right? Like, not... Not living to someone else's expectations, not doing it because other people are doing it. And it's just bloody amazing. But the way she describes shame, because I don't think I'd ever really. The gifts of imperfection. I don't think I'd ever known what actually shame was because it yeah. sounds so horrible, that word shame. Yeah. But it's like shame is something like when you do something embarrassing even and you're like, why did I do that? Like you're so ashamed. And I'm like, man, I've done that a lot. Like beating myself up from like just putting myself out there. Yeah. And it's like. God, what a waste of my energy and like spiral, like a little like go, going down ways kind of thing. So I don't even know where this is going. Yeah, but, uh, well, I shame. just I was just exploring <laughs> shame the other day because uh, I just remember hearing maybe my nana say, or just old people in general, has she got no shame? Mm. You know, and it was like that's actually a good thing. Yeah, imagine it's if you never got Yeah, that is if a never thing people shameful. say. Yeah, has she got no shame? Like it's when like, people do something. Should she have shame? It's, it's like judging when someone, people. It's yeah, judging people. When someone yeah. does something out there, in inverted commas, or like it's too, they're too something. They're or like too maybe much over the top. Yeah. Or, it's like, has it got no shame? A bit short, yeah. maybe. Oh, God, have got no shame? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, my gosh, I would love to have no shame. Yeah, like, me too. I want to live like that. Yes, I have no shame. Yeah. I think, and it's really interesting. I think that's like a fun thing to start adding to a, your day kind of thing. Like being like, if I think it, I'm just going to do it. Like, yeah. Obviously, I'm not going to like break the law or like be a bad <laughs> don't person because I'm. Not, I don't want to be that. But like, actually, like the other night when I was bored at this um beer event, <laughs> and I was like, I need to entertain myself because I don't want to be bored. Like, do an experiment. Yeah. So I saw this girl. I wasn't drinking. I saw this girl like on the dance floor going off. Like she was obviously pretty intoxicated. And I was like, I'm going to go dance with her. And I just like went and did it. And I was like, I'm going to dance like I'm drunk. Like dance like I don't care. And it was the best feeling ever. I think we've got to lean into that, right? Like lean into the shame. And I've been practicing that myself a lot lately. Just I have a Facebook group and in there I've committed to. So this year for me, I wanted to create rituals. Mm. So things that, um, so it started when I started making my bed. I think I might have mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. So I start last year, New Year's 2015-16, I made a commitment to myself that I was going to make my bed every day mm-hmm. and I've made it every day since so and good. it just sets my day up and I thought to myself, well... Do you make it really well? When yeah, like, well, it's just like a doona cover because yeah. I don't really have a doona because it's kind of hot. Yeah. Um, but it takes literally 30 seconds. Yeah. And I wasn't doing it and, yeah, and so now I've done it every day for, what's that, like 15 months? It's amazing. And... 
And before that I had this story that I couldn't be consistent at anything Mm. because, you know, I would go on a diet and I would do it really good for three weeks and then I would just fall off the wagon Uh or, you know, like even Facebook posts or my podcast, I would do it and then I would just fall off the wagon. Blogging was the same story. So I just had this story going on that I couldn't be consistent. But then just doing the bed proved that I can. Wow. It's like you're changing a story in your head kind of thing, being like actually, yeah, I can. So what else can I transfer? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, well, what, what, what brings me joy? Writing. I love writing mm-hmm. and I want to write this book, but I need a practice because mm-hmm. I started writing this book back in October. I got 15,000 words in wow. and then the wheels just fall, fell off mm-hmm. and I lost my momentum and I just wasn't feeling it anymore. So I thought to myself, right, but, but I really enjoy it. So I just sometimes even the things that we want to enjoy, that we really enjoy are hard. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like we really love doing yoga, but some mornings oh you gosh. wake up and you're just like, fuck, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. totally. You know? Totally. It's like 100%. But then, but like then you go afterwards and you're like, oh, I'm so glad I went. Yeah. And even like, why the- do we do, why is that? <laughs> it's that, that kind of like dready. Yeah. Thing why? Like, like yeah. and I went, like, we were seriously having this, co- we were having this conversation this morning about dreading. Like, actually, it was last night and we were like, remember that feeling when we used to work and, at the government and like we dread every day like going to bed like because you had to wake up it was such a and bad then I was, feeling i was thinking like i don't have that feeling but no i've had it since just not to that level like yeah sometimes i'm like i don't want to go to yoga or pilates i just want to do nothing why do i want to do nothing <laughs> i don't know i think like i honestly think that when i do that because uh, I do it around my podcast too. I'm like, oh, God, I just can't really be bothered. <laughs> and then I have the interview and it's amazing and yes, I loved it. And then we I'm do like, it all the time. time. Like sometimes I like have cancelled interviews because I'm like, oh, no, like I can't, I can't yeah. be bothered. I, can't, I just simply couldn't. Classic. <laughs> 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 but definitely... I feel really good when I do I it. Know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I, I think it's the whole idea of friction, like – if you can get rid of the friction that's involved in something, I think that helps. Yeah. So, like, we'll do it with, like, random stuff. I can't remember what we've done it with, but, like, we always try and remove friction. Videos, like videos, videos. for example. So it was like we yeah. stopped editing them. We stopped making sure. We did. We had a rule that we had to do one take. Or, like, yeah, we, like just one take, And then it. we also said out loud, like, we don't have to be perfect. Like, it doesn't have to yeah. be scripted. Like, and let's yeah. just talk. And I think there's something in there that's about, um, worthiness too, yeah. you know, so that we're doing something that we really love and then we just hit up this this wall against or hit up against this wall of resistance, which is really just self-doubt. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, because yeah. like going back, going back to the whole like being like, oh, I don't want to go to yoga. Like I don't feel better not going to yoga. Yeah. Like I'll actually probably, probably feel, feel worse because then I'll probably feel guilty. I'm like, why didn't I go to yoga? Like I just spent an hour doing nothing. Like I could have been at yoga and I would have felt amazing. Yeah. But it's like. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I it's, it's definitely something it's a, around worthiness because if we if we truly believed we were worthy, we know we enjoy it. Yeah. yeah. But this is a way of kind of maybe self-sabotaging ourselves oh, yeah. and proving that we're not yes. worthy. So like, is it just like, is it just like pushing through the self-sabotage? Like what an interesting topic that we do. Like we all do it, right? Totally. How interesting is it when you can notice it? I'm I'm (gasps) so aware of it. Like I'm so aware of me self-sabotaging like all these aspects of my life. I'm like, like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing? Like step back, be an observer. Like just like think about this. Like take your mind off this like horrible topic that is self-sabotaging your life right now. Like, why the frick do we do it, though? 
Yeah. It has to be worthiness. It has to be. I think, but I, I honestly believe that the, yeah, that, that, that self-sabotage and the procrastination, it all just comes from feeling not worthy of what we really want. So yeah. it's like we like feel like we don't deserve it. Yeah. And we're yeah. So we get in the way yeah. of and making or, it happen. Oh, it's kind of like, was it Stephen Pressfield who said like that we get afraid yeah. of how good we could be? Yes. Yeah. Like how yeah. Great but so true. Be. Yeah. Like I can't tell you like my fear is not failure because I've failed. Yeah. But yeah. I'm very afraid of success. Wow. Because it's like, what does that mean for me? What does that yeah. mean for my family? How mm. does that impact Mabel? How does it impact, like, you know, I, I always talk about in my podcast Oprah syndrome because mm. I always had this idea that I was here destined for greatness, but I've never reached it. So I'm kind of like the, I don't know, the underdog, you know, slogging away, waiting for my Oprah dumb to arrive. <laughs> It never does. <laughs> but, um, oh, God, I just lost what I was going to say. Self-sabotage. Greatness. Oh, yeah, and success. Yeah, because, you know, I think about what would happen then. Like, mm. do, and is it what I actually want? Like, do yes. I want to be going to the beach and, and having people I recognize know. me all the time? Or, and, and what, res- what extra responsibility does that, add to my life uh-huh. and what does it open up for totally. my family you know that's it's such it's, an interesting topic remember we were, we were talking to Bronnie Bronnie Weff yeah and about the five regrets of dying oh, yeah. her book and how she and she was telling us she was like I don't often say like why did you make me write this book like why like why me like I just wanted to like stay quiet and like do my own thing and live my life and yeah. then like boom like there's mm. millions of copies have been sold and she's like why me but it was like she said that she just had this story to share and like that was her truth and she just had to follow it even though she didn't want to do it she didn't want the limelight yeah she's never been a fan of fame mm. yeah but yeah. she it came yeah like because she followed her truth and yeah like she did what she was she had a message like a really good freaking message yeah. <laughs> wow i love that do you, do you think like everyone has this sense of like they are destined for greatness like is it only a small like because i know we've felt that too. yeah yeah and i know even as people, little i know kids. other people have felt that too like in yeah kind of like entrepreneurial mm-hmm. worlds and friends like, that i always felt everyone. i've always felt special like yeah me yeah. too like you have so, you have something to share like, you're like yeah. you, i know i i totally get it and it's not like coming from this ego no. thing it's just like this like I had it when I was a kid. Yeah. It's like a, a, yeah, same. a magical really? power. And then I'm just waiting for the rest of the world to catch up. <laughs> <laughs> I am so there with you, Carly. Like you are my number one. I'm your fangirl. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Isn't that, that is weird that we felt that. Like, yeah. But do, does, does everyone, and do you guys, do you guys feel, feel like that, that too? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would love to know. know. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, when, when we're talking before about imposter syndrome. Oh, yeah. One of my um, Radcaster students is a girl called Kate Snowwise and she has a podcast called Here to Thrive and she did an episode today on imposter syndrome oh. and her background is in psychology. Mm-hmm. So she has a lot of, you know, statistics and stuff around this stuff and her thing was imposter syndrome. She said that the stats from some studies that were done, I can't even remember when, but it showed that 70% of people suffer from imposter syndrome at some time of their life or another. And I'm kind of like, 
70%, I would have thought it was like 100, well, 99% because perhaps, you know, people devoid of human emotion yeah. <laughs> may not, but mm. pretty much everyone else I'm sure everyone does. has felt it at they some probably just stage. They're just willing to admit it. Yeah. I, think I know Dan because Dan Rouse did it. Yeah. Like he talks about it quite a lot and it's and like – when I look at Darren, I'm like, how could you be feel that but way? Don't like, you you think, are the pro blogger. But don't you think we're in this like perfect world of creating imposter syndrome because we have access to everyone else's yeah. lives. Like on yeah. social media. Fake lives mm. on social media. we always comparing, always trying to strive to be – someone maybe we're not as well like not you know not knowing mm. our dreams or our goals like that's imposter syndrome isn't it? like when we're like taking someone else's goals yeah and we're like, trying yeah. to make them our and own we're disconnecting but that's really from imposter syndrome because then yeah. we're really pretending to be yeah, someone yeah. else so, so like, then we are an imposter oh my god <laughs> and then we're not even realizing it and then it's like oh why do i feel weird why do i feel yuck oh because i'm not living my truth yeah i'm but not doing yeah. what's yeah. like feels right for me i'm doing something that i think i should be doing like the should be yeah like oh success they have a house maybe i should go buy a house or like i don't know Please i should know. i should do that i should start this i should i don't know either i, I don't know <laughs> i've had to put the blinders <laughs> on recently because you know, I don't know. I I was just consuming so much content, oh, so yeah. much of other people's content. I have faith mainly through that. podcasts because I don't read books oh. or anything. Um, but you know, I was listening to Amy Porterfield, and then mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, I should do this. I should do this. Yeah. I should do this." And it's like, but does any of it? Because what happened to me was last year, towards the end of last year, I had a launch of my podcasting school, Radcasters, and it just was a big flop. It ended up being okay, mm-hmm. but. Before the doors shut, one person had signed up, which didn't even cover the costs of the Facebook ads. Yeah. You know, like after the doors shut, eight other people signed up. Wow. So I had gone through this roller coaster through launch of just, I'm a fuck up. Like this is not working. I need to let this business go. It's just, it's shit. I'm shit. You know, you know, when you're in a launch and you're just riding those, oh yeah, this is great. It's like, and yeah, like you have, yeah. you're like, you okay. have these because expectations. You're like, this is the thing. Yeah, this is, I'm, and this is my it's goal. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make X amount of dollars. And you have these goals. And you get like this halfway many members, there or this much money. Blah blah blah. You do the maths. You, you know, got what memberships are hard. Oh my like, god, I mean, memberships are so hard. Are you? Do you still have yours? Yeah, but I haven't been pushing it, and I'm considering yeah. shutting it yeah. down. Yeah, well, do you it's know what? So decision hard. We made to dump it, and. The thing was we changed from something that was working even like it's like when you look back you're like, man, why don't we do that? But we know why because we got a book out of it and we learned and we now Mm. will never know. Like we'll never think. And now we can share experience when people talk to us about memberships because like even I can see at an event that we've been to previously that they're still talking about memberships and I'm like – this is what happens to me. It's not right for everyone. It's not right for everyone. And we just listen to everyone. And all, so, all the noise saying, membership is the best thing. And recurring Actually, like, it's hard work. <laughs> and, like, make sure you're getting it, people in every is month. Is it yeah. really recurring and revenue when yeah, oh my people God. churn 50%? Yeah. Like, but see, this no, is the other stuff, not. right? This is the other stuff. I was just having a chat with um, my best mate is Lisa Cordoff and we were talking oh, yeah. about churn rates of her membership. Her membership is doing really well. Yeah. And she's moved her membership from the back of her business to the front of the business and it's working for her. Mm, exactly. But when we were talking about churn rates, she was, you know, she was just, I don't know, feeling shit about hers. And mm. I said, well, what what is a good churn rate? And she was like 10%. And I was like, 
I thought it was more, I thought like the standard was more like 50%. I have no idea. Like, <laughs> I have no idea I what know, the churn rate yeah. is. But also something to think about with memberships, which we just did not think about, was the content, like the recurring content you have to create. Yeah, so yeah. you promise all these amazing things. You're like, well, this And is then all- you have to deliver. Yeah. yeah. We'll do a monthly meal plan. We'll do a monthly content. We'll do a monthly module. We'll do a monthly interview. Exclusive. exclusive and it was like after, <laughs> and one month after we're like, we what hate we this. Done? And we I had know. annual people locked in. So we're like, shit, we have to do this for a whole year. Yeah. But it was, it was such a, like, I think the reason we did it was so we could now realise that it's not for us. Yeah. Because yeah. there's all this noise around memberships that it's, yeah. it is the holy grail. I just like creating content and sharing it with everyone. Like, I just, Me too. Or like, it's a paid for product, boom. Yeah. There yeah. it is. Buy it. Yeah, there's no t- – it's either paid for or it's either free yeah. and boom, like – and we might launch something, we might do a, like a challenge. And I think also yeah. the funny thing is for me is to think about like as a consumer, like I don't really like being locked into a no. recurring thing. <laughs> I'm and I like to be honest, I've, I've, I'm probably, I've probably gone out of a few recently but we, we have a tendency to make it much more personal, like when yeah. people aren't coming back. It's yeah. like, why yeah. not? Yeah. You know, and then uh, and Lisa was saying she has an exit survey and she was looking at the reasons and then it's very easy to feel shit about yourself. Yeah. Because oh. it's just, you know, you're reading all this stuff yeah. about why they've left and then it becomes, then it's like um, negative bias kicks in and you're oh. like, well, you know, they're, those people didn't like it, but there's 500 other people who yeah. love it. Yeah. So who cares? They're just not your people, mm, but it's yeah. so easy to take it personally. Oh, it's yeah. Totally, I'm pretty sure totally. we like word our surveys really well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe we don't. Please just give me praise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that's bad. No, it? we oh. do take all the feedback on and it is interesting. And But I'm like if we get an email, like I can take it really personally. Yeah, and, totally. Yeah. Like it does affect me and, it, and not just for like a minute. Like it can like I can like talk about it for a whole day and I'm like, oh, that yeah. email made me really sad. And like we had to like take measures where it was like, Carla, don't read any of the emails. I do all that, the like, negative emails. Look like they're going to be negative. Like yeah. I just can't do it because then it just like it does. It like, makes you angry. Makes me yeah. Brings get in the car. Windows up. <laughs> I'm just like whoa. Like it's okay. Like but it. Well, I just think I always come back to like we don't know what they're going through. Yeah, and it's yeah. all and like, it is. Maybe and they're having a bad day. Sometimes I really like being like, and this is my new method of just like writing back really nice and just like oh putting yeah, so many emojis and so many exclamations, and then I get so happy when they write back and they're happy. I'm like, yeah. look, I made you happy, even though you were you were sad and mad at me. Like now I made you happy, so. Here you go. And usually like their email is like, oh, like I didn't mean this and like blah, blah, blah. Like it's yeah, like, oh, I bad. really love your recipes. It's like, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but I, um, I had a, th- this is a really good example of that. I was walking along the beach one day with my dog and he took a piss on somebody's bag. Oh, <laughs> and I didn't, I didn't even see. Oh, no, no. And so I was facing the other way oh, for like five seconds oh. and I turned around and this woman was coming after me, like screaming, oh, hey, hey. <laughs> you know? And I was just like, oh, God. So I was like, what happened? And then I realised, oh, my God, my dog pissed on her stuff. She oh, like, my gosh. So I could have I approached that situation in a defensive manner and yeah. have been like, it's a dog beach. <laughs> Get over it. You shouldn't have put your bag there. Or... I, or I could have chosen a more compassionate approach 
Yeah. And the outcome is very different. When, so instead I was like, oh, my God, I am so sorry. That is just <laughs> so not cool. <laughs> what can I do? You know, can I give you some money to buy some new food or like – and she was like, oh, no, it's totally fine. <laughs> I was just angry. I was, I was just, just angry. Was angry and she wanted to express that and yeah. let me know what had pissed her off. Yeah. And rather than me making it about me and, yeah. or her or whatever, I was just like, oh, my God, I'm really, really sorry. I yeah. can't believe the dog pissed me. Oh, no, it was so embarrassing. <laughs> it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> but, I yeah, know. that's like – I think that's a really good example and such a good example. Like, like we get so defensive so mm. quick sometimes and it's like we create this like whirlwind of like – uh, when yeah. actually, like, take a step back, add some compassion, yeah, yeah, and right. take look at their side and be like, okay, I don't actually need to like fight this fight. This isn't even this doesn't it's need to be a, a fight. Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. I had that same experience. We I was chatting to um, our friend Bonnie, who was telling like from an, saying from an outsider's point of view, like how interesting like our journey has been like from last year to now and then it's kind of gone full circle that last year we're like in this real like hustle mode trying everything like throwing everything on a wall blah 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 and that we were looked a little like everything was like up in the air and I was like I agreed with her but she was telling me and I was like like yeah what like I like in my head my first initial reaction was defensive like oh like what you thought that and then I was like hang on a second I think this too. Like, (laughs) why am I getting defensive that it's just someone else thinking it as well and noticing it from an outsider's point of view? And I was like, and I said, I was like, thank you so much for sharing that. Like, that's actually really awesome because I feel really good at a at a place where we are at with our business. And she was like, yes, like what you're doing now, it's like come full circle. But it was weird how like because she was saying it, I was like. Hey, like yeah. only I can it's think It's like that when someone me. says something shit about your mum or, yeah. you know, and you're yeah. like, hey, I can say that, but, but you, you can't. can't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I just like, I just put my defense, like in, I didn't say it out loud. And she'll, if she listens to this, she'll think this is hilarious. Cause like, but in my head, I was like, oh, like what? You were talking about me with someone else and you thought yeah. that? You both thought that? What? Um, yeah. And now. It, then then that kicks in some shame too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, well, then it, it's like it thinking back, it's like, it's like, well, why did I do that? Yeah, why, I, why, I even messaged why, Emma. And, and why, why could they see that yeah, and about could, me? And you yeah. couldn't see that at the time. No. But I, I think like that just, to me, it like excites me and it's like, well, you know what? Like we did all that stuff because it was true for us, like for us yeah. back then. Yeah, yeah. The last thing I wanted to do was talk about stuff like this and like just ramble. Like I wanted to interview business people and like yeah. and learn all this amazing stuff about sales funnels. Like I was so excited by that. Yeah. And I think it's cool that it's like we've created this business jobs whatever idea that we like just follow what we want to do. Yeah. yeah. So it's like fuck, like it doesn't matter if it doesn't didn't work. Like, it was, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Carl mom. said I'm not allowed to swear. <laughs> mom and dad and Carl got angry. They got angry at me. No more F words. I'm like, oh my mom does that too. I dedicated a free flow combo to it where I basically told it to fuck off. Sorry, mom. <laughs> oh my god, that's so. Hey, that's weird. My mom just messaged me, and it's eleven eleven. Oh, oh <laughs> that is woo woo. Oh, oh my that's gosh, funny. how interesting. It's so interesting. So, um, speaking of woo woo, you're a little bit woo woo. Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> Were you always a little bit woo woo? Yeah, I pretty much have been. I think, um, like when I was a kid, I was really intrigued by, you know, I don't know witches and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. 
I was um, into did witches. Did you do Ouija boards and, and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And 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 did you do levitating stuff? Yeah. 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 <laughs> like that, like stiff Yeah, when you put your fingers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I saw it in that movie. The, like, the Crab. How good was that movie? That movie oh, was so You've never seen it. You've never oh. seen The Crab? No. Oh, I think it's must. on Netflix. You must oh, watch it. Yeah, I think so. Who's it got in it? God, I can't even remember. The Girl from Party of Five, isn't it? One of them? Ah, oh, like Neve. Nev, Nev. Yeah, yeah. Neve, Neve, oh, Nev, Neve Campbell. Campbell. Yeah. From Scream. The one from Scream. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that other chick, you would know her, like yeah. some 90, big 90s yeah. star. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, oh, you'll like her. It's a bit freaky. Yeah. I also like Toka's Pokers. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sabrina the Teenage Witch too. <laughs> okay. Did you so, watch Charmed? Yeah, <laughs> I love Charmed. They're bringing that back. Yeah, a movie or a something? A movie, I think. Oh, my God. That'd yeah. be so cool. It's going to be epic. So, yeah, you're, so you're into witchy stuff. Yeah, my favorite. I just have to say my cheeks are hurting from way too much. <laughs> yes. Mission um, accomplished. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I always have been woo. But then I think I lost a bit of woo-ness yeah. when like through my 20s and stuff. And then definitely now I'm, yeah, I'm back to mm-hmm. woo. But more like now I'm just unapologetically woo. Yeah. I don't know if you watch Real Housewives of Sydney, do you? No. Okay. Well, they've got this chick on it, Athena X, and she's – the spiritual one and <laughs> she it. cops a lot of shit Aww. like they just they really don't get her and she can be a bit in your face mm. and sometimes I mean sometimes I call myself drunken Dr. Phil it's like <laughs> I I have two beers and I have to solve the world's problems yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so and and I feel like sometimes that can probably be a bit too much for people because I'm not I'm just not interested in surface level shit. Oh I want to have, have this conversation money. today. <laughs> you were yeah. just like you were we in our brains. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, maybe I think like, you guys. Yeah, were just like, no, you I keep talking about the same, same thing. stuff. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was exact same thing. I said this morning. I'm just over. That's why yeah. I didn't want to talk to anyone the other night. Yeah, like, I'm not. I don't want to. Small yeah, I don't want to have over it. Yeah. yeah, mediocre. And I think some mediocre people find that you know that's uncomfortable for some yeah. people because they don't want to go all in and tell me their life secrets, but. I don't know. Like I just find it cathartic mm. and and fuck other people. <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, I, it's like I bring value to to more people than I piss off. So what yeah, else? totally. Oh, I love it. Yes, but um, the surface level conversation thing. Yes, so much. Yes. Yeah. And I think it like instantly you get this com- like connection, yeah. which is missing in our world right Absolutely. now. Absolutely, right? and for sure. And I mean, that's why I started the Office Collective because. Yeah. I really – and actually part of my book is unpacking depression and anxiety wow. as it looks to me God, rather than like a clinical kind of thing. And part of the depression, um, my own journey through depression and pretty much everyone I've spoken to who has uh, moved through it, mm-hmm. the, it's all come down to connection. Mm. So they've felt disconnected from themselves. They mm. haven't been living aligned with their values. Mm-hmm. They haven't been connected to who they are at all. And then it's like depression has been a way to highlight that you're off path, yeah. you know. So then coming back from depression is really just a reconnection to yourself and the people around you. Because mm-hmm. I think in, in our interview we spoke about how um, for me, depression is like a hole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm in the hole. Mm-hmm. Um, but when the hole moves to a tunnel, yeah. I can see a light at the end and I can walk right out. Mm. Such um, a better analogy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, so depression depression and 
And even like the Office Collective, it's all started from a lack of connection. Yeah. And we're so connected on our phones and so disconnected from reality mm-hmm. now. So for me, it's like it's it. my service to the world is to have these conversations yeah. and to talk about this shit because it's only when we allow other people to see ourselves, like the shadow and the light, yeah. that that we, you know, we give them permission to do the same. Yeah. And that's so important so at the moment. Important. You know? It's the whole like yin and yang. Like it all exists. Like yeah. it's there. And like, it's not negative have... or positive. No. It just, well, it kind of it kind of is but only because we've attached something yeah. to yeah. the Yeah, and, and it's like, yeah, negative doesn't. It's not like, like it's a bad thing. Yeah. It's like it's not it's like, like a. It's like a battery has a negative and a positive. Yeah. It's one bad and one yeah. good. Yeah, no, no. it makes no. it worse. And we need yeah. both. We, and <laughs> exactly. we need both. And we need to talk about yeah. both. We can't just talk about all the good things when there's all this shit going on behind the scenes and like between in your friendship groups and your, your conversations and your relationships, it's like like really talking about all your issues. Yeah, actually brings you closer. So close. And it's that like, was that was yeah. when um when I had the office collective. You know, I wanted to have these really great friendships and connections. Yet I couldn't. Yeah. And part of that was because I wasn't being open and honest, and I wasn't showing people who I was, mm. who I really was. Yeah, because I was afraid they wouldn't like what they saw. Yeah. And the more that I've gotten to like myself, the more that I've gotten to know myself, and the more that I've come to trust myself, the, you know, the further away from depression and anxiety Mm -hmm. I move and the closer, you know, the more connected I am to myself and therefore the people around me. And it was through being in the office collective and sitting around a table, I had joined B-School to save me, save that business. And obviously there is no saviour except you. So, um... So, you know, I start, I joined B-School and I started this local group for Byron and Gold Coast B-Schoolers. Mm-hmm. I didn't know if anyone was around, um, but I thought, well, I'll just start a group and see. And so it turned out there were lots of people around the area and each week I would host a meetup in my office because it was like, well, no one else is using it, so I yeah. might as well get some value out of yeah. it. And so I'd have like about 10 women come and some weeks they'd change and I would just sit there and cry. Wow. And we would have we would do like a little mastermind where mm-hmm. we'd go around and see where we're all at and and uh, have five minutes each and then five minutes feedback. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and and I just started to form really strong bonds because I didn't have my armor on anymore because mm. I was so broken, you know. And it was just like I just have to own this. Yeah, yeah. It's like pulling off the concrete layers. Like, yeah. yeah it's like, it's like the Joseph Campbell stuff, like and underneath is the gold. Yeah. Like yeah. and everyone, like the society or whatever you've been through, it's like you've put up this and like barrier up, and you're yeah. like and it's so like it's keeping you inside, but then like you just gotta sometimes like break through it and it just like sh- and it will probably yeah. be messy. But and I mean yeah. the armor's there for a reason, right? Like I yeah. mean we've put this armor on yeah. because true, we've been true. hurt Protection. in the past. Yeah. And so true. it's really hard to then yeah you know, get naked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and show your vulnerability. <laughs> it yeah. is. So obviously like lots has changed since the failure Yeah, and the lacking of connection. So like to me like you sound like you're very connected with like a, yeah. an amazing group of people now I in am. Byron. Like, and, yeah. yeah, but even then I still, you know, I still have moments where I could be more connected. Yeah. You know, I still, I still sit around some days and think, oh, I wish I could catch up. With friends, I know, and I think that you know, too, <laughs> and I don't. Yeah, <laughs> so I think like it's still, it's not, it's not that it's a struggle anymore, but I still 
have you know what it's more that now I'm more I like my own company mm, more yeah where before I avoided me at yeah. all costs and now I'm kind of okay with it so if I don't see another when I first started my business in 2005 mm-hmm. I was so lonely mm-hmm because I'd gone from being in a workplace yep. and actually all of my 20s, I avoided me. Like I was just wow. running from me, drinking as much as I could, yep. taking drugs, doing whatever I could to avoid me. Mm-hmm. And then that depression was the biggest gift in my life because it forced me to go, you've got to become better friends with yourself. Wow. And now I don't, I'm not reliant on the people around mm-hmm. me to make me feel good about myself yeah. and yep. the connections around me to make me feel good about myself yep. because the most important connection is the one that we have with ourselves. Yeah, mm. self-connection. Yeah. And it's like we everyone is kind of talking about this disconnection from like society and for your friends and like people but it's like actually like the biggest disconnection is with ourselves Yeah, yeah. and not not even trying to know who we are. And I like I guess like that's kind of where I am right now. Like just being like, oh, like I want to actually like know who I am yeah. and live exactly what's inside. Like yeah. live my truth and be okay with that. Yeah, you know, and feel yeah. okay with that because I mean, some of the stuff that I put out there. So before we were talking about my daily practices, and one of them is I do this thing, seven fifty words. So I go on and every day I write seven hundred and fifty words. Wow! And then I share oh. what I've written in my group. Cool. And so they, they'll throw topics at me. So, you know, can you write about wow. letting go? This and is so, so cool. What group is, is this like a free Show group? Show up, speak a... up. Yeah, it's just a free group. Oh, I'm Everyone can join. <laughs> what's, um, what's it called again? Show, Show up, up, speak up. Cool. cool. Yeah. And so it's just like it's really just been a, a playground for me to show up and speak up. Yeah. You know, so I've been doing that in a whole bunch of different ways, obviously the podcast. And, yeah. And now exploring more in the writing side of things. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's kind of like morning pages, except I don't have the pressure of it. I can't wake up in the morning and write three pages. I just can't. I have a daughter who's crawling all over me. You know, it's just, it's not, it's not um, realistic for me. Make it doable for you. Yeah. Yeah. So I just commit to writing 750 words. Mm. Miko knows it. So if, if I haven't written it and he gets home from work, I'm like, you got to take Mabel for half an hour. I've got to write my 750 words. And then I just go and share it in my group. And it's personal stuff. Yeah. It's like it's like my diary. Wow. <laughs> but um but but I love it because I wrote like I wrote something on I wrote something on social anxiety and about how I was at this event and Rachel McDonald was there. Do you know Rachel? Oh McDonald? yeah, yep, yeah. yep, yep. And um we're we're in an online mothers group and so I felt like I knew her, but I was kind of awkward about approaching her because what if I got there and she was like, I don't know who you are, it would just be weird. And then the next day I posted a thing on um Instagram with a picture and she was like oh my god you were there I thought that was you but I was questioning whether that I was think you we did not. that too yeah, at some event too yeah, yeah I, it's so silly like we should just go up and even if it's the yeah. wrong person and it so, doesn't yeah. even yeah but obviously yeah. it's Carly yeah. like she has yeah I know hair. I mean <laughs> oh, we know it is but it is it's so funny that everyone actually does that yeah yeah, yeah. I love the sound of this group I'm totally yeah. joining yeah, do, do other people like share their yeah, stuff yeah so too? um it started so it started as one of those projects that I had that I was going to do and then it just kind of <laughs> fell apart because I just wasn't very consistent. So it started as being, it was going to be like a 90-day challenge, a 90-day uh-huh. visibility challenge. So about, you know, people coming in because a lot of people freak out about doing Facebook Lives. Yeah. And stuff yeah. Like 
And so it was just a, like a practice ground for cool. them. So they That's would come in and share. Idea. Yeah, but it's more like it's more like a sharing circle, I guess. So at the moment I'm doing like a seven days to awesome challenge yeah. where we go through and for seven days there's um, one yesterday was about gratitude, mm. today is about beliefs, uh, sorry, today is about values and then there's beliefs and above and below the line and, you know, all that mm-hmm. kind of jazz that I all the tools that I use mm. when I feel myself going into a funk, it's all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm big on values and knowing what your values are and trying to operate from them. So so that group's like just a playground for me to explore, you know, I guess explore my woo. Uh-huh. Explore your woo and then like figure out, I guess, like what you what you want to like pursue more as yeah. well, I guess. And like, also just see what people want from me yeah. too because a lot of these people are – podcast listeners it's only a small group cool um but it's a safe space you know yeah, they yeah. feel like when i when i posted that thing about social anxiety you know people were like oh my god that is me i thought i was a freak yeah you know that's why i'm writing the book because it's like we're all sitting here thinking we're weirdos yeah and we're totally normal and, and do you know what i'll put it out there oh, that we're all even, just weirdos yeah. <laughs> we're, we're all weirdos and also like the social anxiety thing like even people who come across as super confident like Social anxiety. They go I, through it. Totally. Yeah, like I, I'm I go through I it all the time, and like, people are always like, "You're the most confident about." Like, like I'm no, so, like, not. I'm so nervous, and it's so funny how like all these insecurities come up, and I think you know they come up through these conversations, mm. like these connected conversations, or like your intimate relationships. You're like shit. Like I've been yeah. hiding that through like this. Over, I've been overcompensating, and it's like actually I need to like figure out what is inside and like if I want to work through that not just like become another person yeah is it me yeah or am I trying to be someone someone else else? (laughs) yeah yeah and isn't that so funny because we we crave connection so much yet we do everything to protect ourselves from it yeah it's like right like yeah the intimacy scares and even like like, it's laziness too and is it also like because we get I don't know what it is maybe it's like It'd be like getting hurt in the past, or like yeah. thinking that oh that happened then. What if it happens again? See, like we've so like we like yeah. we've done this like in, I've been hurt yeah. so many times with yes. bad friendships. Friendships and like within the business, like people getting too close. And we're like oh, we're gonna get hurt again, or like they're gonna like do that again. And it's like oh, or like they have ulterior yeah, ulterior and like motives. and it's like maybe they don't. Like maybe we just need to like be open to that happening again and then, then also, also being open to the good happening I th- and i think it's just I having know. awareness because it's like i've done it been bitten too many yeah. times to like yeah not- and i mean we're human beings like you know there are predators at, you know in terms of our primitive brain mm. there's predators around you yeah know? Mm. this brain is wired to protect us from lions true. and tigers and yeah. bears so, oh my. so it's natural for us to <laughs> want to protect ourselves yeah that is so true so it's like don't ignore those feelings. Yeah. If you're and feeling a bit icky about something. Because it's like pain and pleasure. Like we do everything we can to not feel pain. Totally. So it's like, but when it like, and that's why we kind of don't want to go and find those intimate relationships because it's like, well, that was painful before. Yeah. So I don't want to experience that again. And that's why we shut down our, those negative emotions yeah. too because we are wired to move away from yeah. pain. Wow. Where When we just accept that pain exists Mm. yeah it doesn't hurt as Mm. much you know it's like when when i was doing that yoga nidra when you're lying there and you're noticing sensations and you know if you if you do long long you know meditation where you sit in meditation for well even more than five minutes for some people Mm -hmm. there's pain that happens in the body Mm -hmm. 
But really that pain is just sensation. Mm. It doesn't really exist. Yeah. I had that this so morning weird. in yoga when we were doing, so doing twists. I had all pains like in my sides and I was like, I was like trying, I felt it and then I was like pulling away from it and I was like maybe just lean, lean. into it. Yeah. And then That's I went away. Yin yoga is like, oh, yeah. oh my yin god, yes. Oh my god, it's like gosh. four minute holes, and oh. you're like, this is going to rip my hips apart. I, I, get, so, I get angry in that. Like I have yeah. like internal anger, yeah. and then I'm like, okay. We did one in Bali. Uh, I went on a retreat in Bali. This was like five or six years ago, where we had to lie on a tennis ball in certain Ooh. positions. Oh, yeah, and Mum was in the shoulder, and she was like, "This is shame." Oh. Like all the she all the different wow. areas of the really? body related to different emotions. Wow. Yeah. And I it was excruciating. Oh isn't that interesting? Yeah. It's and funny then did how... it go away though? Like when you like when like after the like however many I minutes think, did it I think, die down a bit? Yeah, well it kinda did, but I think I think these days I would be more well equipped to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Because back then I I definitely did everything I could to avoid pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just lie there and accept it, which yeah. seems like a weird totally. counterintuitive thing to do, doesn't yeah. it? Just lie there and accept the pain. It'll go away soon. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about like that whole body, like, you know, the feelings in the body equal The body this. is your barometer. Yeah. yeah. Like I love learning about yeah. that. Like because you went to the chiropractor. Yeah, and I know. Yeah, he said he was like – I hadn't seen him in ages. And I was thinking, oh, I'm going to go. He's going to think my back is amazing. We're doing all the Pilates and all this. Blah, blah, blah. And I walked in and then he's like starting to adjust me. He's like, your lower back is so tight. And I was like, oh. And he was like, like, what have you been doing? Have you been doing anything physical? And I was like, no, like I've been stretching heaps. Like I've been doing heaps of yoga. He's like, okay, um, there's four things like that this could mean. He was like, and I, I can't remember the other two, but I remember the two that they are. It was like financial stress, uh, financial stress. And he was like, have you been doing it? And I was like, yeah, all the time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> stressed about money all the time. And I'm trying really hard not to be. Um, and then the other one was like, and the other one is like unstableness that like you feel like finally you've got it all figured out and then just everything gets pulled underneath you like a rug and then you get it all figured out and then again and then you do it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's my life. <laughs> I was like, yes, my lower back is right. Like it is tight because of that. The weirder thing is that he was taking his sweet time, like with the other patient, which was my mum, and I was like in the room and I was just like looking around the room and there was this big like poster about from that book, the the body is your barometer, the barometer yeah. or something. Um and I looked at the lower back. I was looking at the lower back How and I was funny. like, huh. Oh. That's interesting. And then he came in and then he told me my lower back was really tight and I was like, mm, I must have known. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, what do you think that? like that? Yeah, I do believe that pain? different. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I just know when I've – because I don't know if you, you guys have probably read Louise Hayes. Yeah. So I pull that out every now and then. Mm. Um, you know, if I've, I've had sinus problems and mm-hmm. stuff and it's like sinus problems is someone close to you is annoying you. But the weird thing was when I was like, oh, my God, it's not someone else. It's me. Oh, I'm the person close to me, annoying me. So, yeah. And then uh, there's one. This is this is totally weird. So feel free to cut this out. Yeah, (laughs) migraines. So I get migraines and in there it's like. You know, I don't know something like you're sexually repressed or something oh. like that. Um, 
And it says the – so I have a few things that I do for migraines and one is like pressure points in the middle yeah. of the eyebrow and the other one is masturbate. Oh. oh. And it works. Cool. How so, interesting. I haven't yeah. read – I obviously haven't read that book good enough. I haven't read it. I'm always like I flick to the pain. I never yeah. get migraines. No. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. Um, so how interesting. I know. Wow. I know. So, yeah, I do, I do think that – you know, energy is stored within our bodies and yeah. where we feel it can relate to different areas that of is our lives. So That's like cool. the best. I, isn't that like a pretty fun um, cure for migraines? I know, it's pretty fun. <laughs> so everyone, you can try <laughs> that <Yeah>. one <laughs> and let us know how <laughs> you go. <laughs> We'd love your feedback. We'd love your feedback. Um, that, but I'm Just always... Share it on social media. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could get married. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There's oh, a whole fuck. new meaning to the hashtag yeah, get married. I always actually think that when I'm like get married. I'm like there's dirty people out there like myself who are thinking different thoughts about this get married hashtag. That is so funny. Well, I know that love lots it. of people like get married, get drunk. Like I think yeah. people think that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like definitely like other get dirty married. Things. Yeah. <laughs> um, but cool. I always just Google like Louise. Hey, this pain. Yeah. yeah. What does it mean? And I'm like, oh my god. Well, I've always it's so true because I had all those throat issues mm, after yeah. like I broke up with my ex-boyfriend and that's like communication and yeah. like um not expressing myself yeah. keeping my feelings mm-hmm. inside yeah and I had like thyroid issues and like all like goiter or whatever yeah and I was like oh that makes so much sense yeah mine was always my back and it was like either lower back and I was it was always financial and then up back I think it was like holding on to the past oh, yeah, yeah. Like, so and it's like it's holding you back like, yeah, yeah. So, oh, it's weird isn't it mm. it's totally weird and even like ear problems i had a blocked ear for almost a year what and it was like um i you know i was like what aren't i hearing what aren't i hearing and i just kept on going back to it's so interesting i kept on going back to push radcasters so you know i was talking about my failed launch before so i ended up you know that that's a business that i've just gone back and tried to push and push and push and it's always felt hard Mm. like it came together very easily and the first few launches were amazing and then since then it's felt really hard Mm -hmm. and yeah and so I just yeah I just wasn't hearing just put it on the back burner the messages yeah Yeah. and so now that I decided to put it on the back burner and focus on the book my ears fine how That's so weird. It's like the universe was like, no, don't focus on this. Do the book because the yeah. book wow. is the thing. Or like this is your next thing. Yeah. Like, and then it's going to lead you to and whatever. And isn't it now. funny how like now it probably makes so much sense. You're it like, totally makes sense. So, oh, but I yeah. was, that whole year I was like, what aren't I hearing? What aren't I hearing? And I was just on this hamster wow. wheel. So I was like, push, 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 push. And then I'd be like, oh, I can't push anymore. I just mm-hmm. have to let it go. But then – I'd look at my cash flow and I'd be mm-hmm. like, no, I have to make this work. Mm, yeah. Push, 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 push. Oh, my God, it's not working. It's not working. Why isn't it working? I'm a failure, blah, 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 blah. And then it just went on mm, and on yeah. and on. And then I was just like, you know, just recently I did it again because, I've, you know, because this is a, a part of the year where it is really hard for me yeah. cash-wise. Mm. So I'm always looking for ways to improve the yeah. amount of cash coming mm-hmm. in just to give me some relief. Yeah. And yeah, and so it was back on the hamster wheel, push, 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 yeah. push. And then I just had a meltdown a couple of weeks ago and I said to, I've got this chick on my team who I call my business mum and mm-hmm. I called her up and I was like, I just, I just aren't feeling it anymore. She's like, well, don't do it. I was like, 
but I have to make money. And she was like, yeah, you'll figure something else out. Yeah. Find another way. So interesting. Yeah. So then I was like, cool. Well, I'm just going to, and that's when I started doing the 750 days, you know, 750 words a yeah. day and just focusing on the things that really make me feel good. Yeah. Because you know? that wasn't making me feel good. Yeah. And it's like the stuff that makes you feel good, as you were saying way earlier before, like it can still be hard. Yeah. Like yeah. writing a book isn't the writing seven fifty words. Yeah, I still have to, yeah. have to make yeah. it a priority. Yeah, yeah but making the bed, I have yeah. to make it a priority. And writing a book is not easy, but you no. want to do it, and it's yeah. like, and then it's like you're actually enjoying the hard work. Yeah, yeah. whereas the the la- continuous launching, it's mm. like, oh, you didn't feel good about that. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. And, and then I I know whenever we feel good about a project. It goes so much way better. more yeah. successful, and where and it's like because you're sharing like true excitement, yeah, true love, like true like passion for this thing that you've created. It just shines through, like, yeah. and without Somehow. you even realizing, yeah. like, I'll have a conversation with someone and be like, "Oh wow!" Like when your book arrived, like you guys were just sharing that, and it looked so fun, and I was like. I was just doing that because I was in the moment. Like I just really wanted to do that. And I was like, that's so cool. Like I just followed what I wanted to do and yeah. people noticed it more. Yeah. Like, whereas like some promotion feels so forced like yeah. on social media. It's and like, that's Ugh. what this was. See, yeah. I, was, I was going into this thing where I was like, oh, I'll listen to Amy Porterfield and I'll mm. listen to Digital Marketer and mm. I'll do We've that. We've done that Implementing, before. implementing, yeah. implementing, implementing yep. and nothing happening. Yeah. And it was just like – this is exhausting. I know. And it's not fun. And this no. is not why I work for myself. Oh, so totally. that I can, you know, hear other people preach to me the way that I should be doing yeah. things. I feel shit about it. So then exactly. I create it from this place of feeling like I should be doing it. Yeah. And then it doesn't fly and I wonder why. Yeah. Or, oh. or because we followed someone else's path that they're yeah. just sharing because like it's great they're sharing it but like when we follow it to a T like it never like it no. doesn't work out as good as it would have if we'd just done how we felt like would yeah. have been right. It's like when we followed yeah. we did the same thing with De- a Derek Halpern launch like I was yeah. reading like a case study and I was like oh my gosh this is amazing like, follow it to a T. Did it and this was for our um, membership our club. Yeah. Fail. <laughs> Yeah, because this is the thing, like, when you speak to someone like that who's had big success on on something, like, you know, even Jeff Walker's, Mm. you know, the launch formula or whatever, Mm -hmm. like, the reason it worked for them was because it was out of the box for them. Yes. So then they get... They get it and they put it in a box and they sell it to you. Yeah. And it doesn't work for you because it's not what you're supposed to be doing. And that's why the world of internet marketers gets kind of like icky, doesn't it? When you're just like, and I I think we've kind of gone through it, come out the other end where it's like, yes, we're going to learn from the best, da 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 da. It's like, actually, let's just figure this out as we go. They don't really know what they're doing. No one really knows. And why do we have to follow anyone? Create our own way. Let's just do it. And this, I felt like for me, I've struggled with this because I've, been one of those people who I, I've always been not kind of a black sheep, so or more like a rainbow sheep, I guess. Yes. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Very rainbow. Yeah. so, but I have always have had resistance around do, jumping on a bandwagon and mm-hmm. doing things mm. the way other people do it. And sometimes I feel like that doesn't serve me. Mm. And then because am I doing it because it doesn't feel right, or am I doing it because? of the story that I have mm. about being on the bandwagon. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's really hard to di- differentiate. We yeah. talked about this, like with meditation and stuff. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I don't want to just take a pill, like because yeah. everyone else is taking the pill. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes I should just take the fucking pill. Yeah. Yeah. Because it might, it might be good. <laughs> it might be yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you, it's like, um, and I'm on the other side of that where I'm so easily influenced. Like I'll just listen to someone and be like, oh, I've got to 
do that. We've got to do that. <laughs> like, oh, that's why yeah, we're like so – And with like, that is, is serves me in some way. Yeah. yeah. I also it think does. like it has to be in balance, right? Totally. And that's what I Because we still have to be able to come yeah. back to us yeah. beyond the stories. Yeah. So is it like is is my resistance to this about some belief that I have or is it actually my intuition? Yeah, totally. You know, it's hard to know. It's so hard to know. It's so hard to know, isn't it? But yeah, I'm on the other side of the spectrum. You're like so you're like skeptic. I'm like believer, gullible. <laughs> I feel like um, you've come you've I, balanced oh, out Oh yeah, a I'm this year like yeah. well, the last year de- totally balanced out. Um a hundred percent. Yeah. And I think like it's also like I don't know. I, w- I don't know if I was skeptic when I was a kid, but I wasn't like this like ultra belief, like I didn't believe everything. But then mm. for some reason I just became super easily influenced yeah. by everyone. It's like with diets and stuff. Like that's why I was on like oh, yeah. so many diets like from young age. Like I was such a believer from the beginning of everything I guess we I have been trained to believe and with marketing. Yeah. yeah. And it's well, like, oh, my so God, easy. like I got to lose weight. Like in, in 30 days, yes, I'll do that. Yes, I'll do that. I just believe everything I hear. But then whoever said question – it was Dan, wasn't it? Question everything. Oh, uh, no, I think but, it was Jan. Shame oh yeah he said it I and think. i was like oh, actually i can't remember who we should said question it. stuff like <laughs> yeah yeah not well, just believe yeah that, yeah but that that all done. comes back again to the connection we have with ourselves right the more that we know like and trust ourselves the more yeah. we we can trust mm-hmm. that we're making the right decision mm. you know that's so like that's because i always whenever i talk to someone who when it gets on the subject of gut and intuition i'm always like so what should we do like I think that is definitely it. Like connecting with ourselves, mm. learning to accept and love ourselves. Mm. Yeah. So then we learn and accept these inner feelings and the intuition that comes out. Like mm. we we can like pick it up better. We can like yeah. tune into and that. And it's frequency. there all the time. Yeah. We only realize that it's there when we don't listen to it a yeah. lot of the time. Because then we're yeah. like, oh. I should have locked the front door, you know, yeah. or whatever it is. Or like I had that I feeling. Yeah. I did know that. Yeah. Why didn't I act on that? Yeah. Or like I had that, oh, I felt that. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. we've done that so, yeah, many, so times. many times. It's like where we're like, we knew this was going to happen. Um, so I guess it is making the mistakes, in inverted commas, so we can like be more aware of how that was the feeling and then we can recognise it in the future. Yeah. And I, Well, I think we also <laughs> have to build like a case, you know, like a little box of, times that we've listened to it and it's paid off too because mm-hmm. often it's just the fact that we don't trust it yeah mm-hmm. i like that you know so if we need as humans we need evidence that supports yeah. things for us for our mind to to kind of accept them yeah. yeah so you know yeah i think we need to celebrate when our intuition works more yeah because yeah. we're so quick not to celebrate stuff, right? Oh, like yeah. something we win, not that we All win something, we have a win. Yeah, and then we're like, oh, next. next. <laughs> yeah, and then we fail and we dwell on that. Like, yeah. Why do we dwell on our failures? Yeah. We should dwell on our wins. Yeah, yeah, be like, remember when this amazing thing happened? <laughs> that was so amazing. And it's like, and you know what, like we might like, um, and the other side is that we like might put a Facebook status update about our win but we don't do it about our failures. It's like maybe yeah. maybe we should talk more about our failures and celebrate more our wins. Yeah. Like, God. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, and I've definitely, cele- you know, well, I've definitely shared probably more of my failures than my wins mm-hmm. because there have been so many. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. You know, yeah. As well because I just know it's just feedback, you know. Yeah. yeah. Just Feedback for the next thing. So. Yeah, so working true. towards the, the next thing, on correcting you on your course, mm. yeah. changing your direction. 
going another way. So yeah. what do you think from this very amazing discussion, I must say, <laughs> has been like our biggest takeaways or is there a mantra that fits in? Or maybe, Carly, do you have a mantra that you use yeah. all the time? I'd like to – I've never asked you that. I – well, having that first year of motherhood, which nearly mm. broke me as a human being, my mantra was this too shall pass. Uh-uh. And I still stick to that, you know. It's like – even even when I'm posting something that I've written that is vulnerable and mm-hmm. shows my weaknesses, um, it you know it it takes guts, and I can have a vulnerability hangover afterwards, mm-hmm. but it will pass, mm-hmm. and then I probably won't even remember ever have having written it. And then I'll read it later and I'll be like, fuck, that was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's like even even this, the fear and the scary moments, they'll pass. Mm-hmm. And and same with like if your business is failing or you have, you're in a cash flow issue mm-hmm. like I'm at the moment. I'm just really – it was something that I un- understood this sh- too shall pass, but now I embody that. Yeah. And it just changes everything because it's like, okay, well, I know – that there's money coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's okay. I'll yeah. just be okay with what's happening in the moment totally. and it'll pass and there'll be cash there tomorrow. Yeah. And it's like also remembering that the good things pass as well and yeah. that like being real in mind, like being like this is really good that's happening but also like rem- remembering that it's going to pass and to yeah. be humble and to like – to, to enjoy to it. enjoy it. Yeah. Like, because sometimes motherhood is one of the biggest things for like that for me. Wow. It's like, you know, I have this daughter. She's now three. Where the hell did those three years go? And one day I'll blink my eyes and she'll be yeah. an adult. And I and I've made conscious decisions about what I accept into my life and what I don't mm-hmm. because it's just another season, you know. Mm. And and right now, in you know, those first few years were really about me being in motherhood and me, you know, I don't know, being a mum. And that had to be a factor because yeah. it is really important to me because I only got one chance at it mm-hmm. and I want to make the most of it. I don't want to I don't want to get have her get to 20 and I go what a shame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a shame I didn't make the most of that. Mm. But that doesn't mean it's easy either. No. Because yesterday was a fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Maple Monday and most of the time I was like, oh, God, I just wish you were at daycare. Yeah. But then I come back to the present again and yeah. I'm like, okay, you know, yeah. yeah, this is hard sometimes but it's also really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes we think that that we'll hit this this trajectory or whatever and life will suddenly be easy and we will be without struggle. We always have struggle. Yeah. Everybody has struggle. Yeah, the struggles the, the struggle it, is always going to be there in some form. Changes. It's yeah. just going to be different. Like yeah. and it's like we'll get through this struggle, there'll be another one, there'll be a different problem and there'll and also be good That's totally fine. Exactly. Yeah. And that is life. Yeah. I know. Like, imagine if there wasn't that. What would like Imagine, like, even Justin Bieber has struggles. Like, these people have struggles. Like, yeah, on the radio last night I was hearing about that because um, everyone wants his photo. Yeah, that's a struggle. Poor yeah. Justin. Because oh it's God. like, I want private space. Yeah. yeah. Like, can and you imagine? It's a legitimate struggle. Like, yeah. But it actually would be hard. Do you know what he yeah. said back to this chick, though, that's made the news? Um, he went, like, you make me sick. <gasps> oh, Justin. 
needs, but to, also, he needs to do some inner, inner self. Yeah. Because <laughs> she was like bugging him. Like, um, no, he because he made that that announcement that he's never going to take photos anymore. He needs his space. Yeah. Um, And she was like, I'm going to take it anyway. So she was probably being a little smart ass. Yeah. But yeah, we all yeah, have But problems. we all have struggles. Yeah, and we, we all struggle. Do. Yeah, and that, it's so true. So... But they're temporary too. Yeah, and yes. even even in even in the joy, there can be pain. Mm. Yeah. You know? So it's like it's just our attachment to things that really screws us up. Yeah. 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 Gosh. Wow. I like this, this has been such a fun episode. So fun. So grateful that you came into yeah. the studio oh, to do it live. Thank you for sharing yeah. everything. Like that's cool. Yeah, being so, so open. open. So before we like hit the stop button, yeah. make sure to tell everybody where can they find all the info about you? Okay, so I have a bit going on. There <laughs> is my podcast is Carlosophy, so <laughs> that can be found in iTunes. Um, I can be found at carlynimo.com. Um, my podcasting school is Radcasters, so it is still going. <laughs> um, I didn't just like dump it and walk away. What I realised was sometimes I can remove my energy from things. Mm. It doesn't mean they have to die. So Radcasters like is still that. alive. That's a really good thing. Yeah, I just... yeah. Like we can choose the struggle, right? Yeah. So I was just choosing the struggle. Yeah. In That's so good. Yeah. So it can still survive. It's it's a product that is built and it's done and. And yeah. whether or not I'm emotionally attached and defining my own success oh my by God, it is this. my choice. So, yeah, so there's that. And then, yeah, join the, the, the Facebook group, which is Show Up, Speak Up. And, Boom. Yeah, and that's where I'm doing all the sharing. Amazing. And um, we'll make sure that they are all in the, the show notes, yes. all the yeah. links. If you missed any of those, just go to the blog and you'll be able to click over to them. Well, that has been epic. So, so fun. I, And I loved every single second and – I am so excited to publish it. Me too. I don't want to like stuff this up now. <laughs> yeah, don't don't delete <laughs> it. Press. Maybe press the space button. Will that stop it? I don't know. What are you using? <laughs> Three, two. Oh, should, I, what, should I press the big red button? Hang on. Let me have a look. <laughs> this is hilarious. No, the stop. Oh, oh hang on. That's that the one? record button. Yeah, hit the, hit the record one? button. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.